Attention shoppers, there are a wide variety of Crossrip items available in the gift shop. Sweatshirts, smartphone covers, an exclusive t-shirt designed by Dapper Dan Shonen of IDW Comics fame, and more on the way. All proceeds go towards our servers, so this remains the only ad you hear on the show. Go to GhostbustersHQ.net slash shop to get yours today. I like that shirt, friend. Hey there, Ghostbusters fans, and welcome to the Interdimensional CrossRip Podcast for the week of April 22nd, 2019. This week on the show, we've got uh, some FanFest updates. Yes, there is something that is uh, causing quite a stir. We're going to be talking about the latest news on that front. Uh, we'll also be talking about Ghostbusters 2020. Jason Reitman posted a photo of some Ectomobile parts. Uh, we've got some Halloween Horror Nights rumors. Uh, man, fun, fun one coming up. Stay tuned. Still Playing With Toys presents The Ghostbusters Interdimensional Crossroad, the biggest podcast since 1909. So free. News, interviews, and commentary on everything Ghostbusters. Are you the keymaster? Here are your hosts, Troy Benjamin and Chris Stewart. You know, it's just occurred to me we really haven't had a completely successful test of this equipment. Oh, we have fun. Woo! Yes, well... If there was ever a worse time to not notice a blinking red light, that was it. <laughs> um, I've done that a couple times, like when I'm doing uh, book interviews with uh, my Zoom recorder, because you you push record and it puts it into record pause mode. Yes. And so you're like, oh, I, I pushed record. Oh, oh no, it's on pause, and I miss like the first minute or two minutes of the interview because I forget that second step but i don't know yeah. why it does that why does it do it so you can check levels i guess that yeah i guess so guess, but i guess so but it's uh, fine but uh, um good news is everybody seemed pretty pretty good about the 200th episode everybody seemed to really, like, so. enjoy it and uh the, the one comment that i saw that made me feel like we uh, job well done was that somebody said oh this is like my cliff's notes guide to the back catalog that i've never been able to really explore and that was kind of the whole <laughs> whole point of it so even though the technical so, yeah. issues aside it, it seemed to be okay but yeah well sorry about the technical that's on me uh, that's my bad technical uh, you and i are like running on fumes or at least last week we were this this week i feel yeah. like is a little bit better we're recovering. a little bit better but, uh, yeah, it's not uh, not technical difficulties it was cognitive difficulties <laughs> is what it was i i'm experiencing cognitive issues uh <laughs> is this normal yeah so you're just getting old uh, that's just how Oh, yeah. Uh, but yeah, so thanks, thanks everybody for your well wishes on the 200th. Sorry if we didn't get you into the episode last week. I know there were there were a few people uh, that put stuff in kind of at zero hour, and in fact, the episode usually goes up at 12:01 a.m. and I was still cutting and trying to get stuff together at 12:15 a.m. So if you notice, uh, it didn't hit your podcatchers until uh, <laughs> it was like 12:30 in the morning. But uh, uh, I I knew. Well, for starters, it was a longer episode, and you you telegraphed that, and by telegraphed, I mean tweeted. I did. Well, that, and I, uh, I, like cut, I cut forty five minutes out. Yeah, and and I, and I don't think that anybody will miss the forty five minutes that were gone. No, but, probably yeah. not. I was very rambly in a lot of ways. Um, and then I knew, so it was already going to be long. And then I knew you had to cut in a lot of stuff. That takes time. And then I knew that the technical difficulties I created meant you would have to do a lot of fix it in post that was going to take a lot of time and I was like 
Yeah, but okay, Troy's Troy's very competent. Troy will will manage it. it. I feel bad. I'll make it up to Troy later. And then literally <laughs> that Sunday night, I'm like, uh, uh, I was up doing some chore, and I was like, yeah, I wonder if it's up. I'll listen to it, see how it turned out, and it didn't show up. But I'm like, oh no, <laughs> what have I done? <laughs> Because the only thing it could mean is Troy's broken. Oh no! <laughs> I think I think it what about. What did I do? It was like ten minutes after midnight, or it was it was creeping up on midnight. I think when I had this thought, it was like you know there are podcasts where literally somebody just goes into a room and they put their iPhone on the counter and they hit voice record and they record their entire podcast in voice record and that's the episode <laughs> that they put up. And I I, I felt I was like I, we should just do that. For, forget all of this whole quality <laughs> microphone recording thing. Let's just, let's just do this. But uh, well, it's, yeah, yeah. The good news is we it, put we put backups and contingencies, and that's what we were ran with uh, last week. And yeah, it was yeah. it was okay. Just took took air, a little bit of doing. It was all right. Air air quotes contingencies. Yeah, yeah. Well, the contingent the the problem was that the backup plan failed us too, and that's what. <laughs> Yeah, that's what I was dealing with. But uh, so you'll notice that there's a lot of like, what do you think, Troy? Crickets, crickets, <laughs> crickets. Oh, I think that that's great because we had sync issues. And uh, anyway, we won't we won't pester people with it. But again, thank you. 200 episodes. You'd think that after 199 of these damn things, we would have figured it out by now. But <laughs> well, no, that's apparently it's not. Murphy, it's Murphy's law because we were doing uh, we were doing fine. And yeah. then if there was ever yeah. a time it was gonna go to hell it would obviously be a 200th episode i so. feel like it, it usually it's when we put the pressure on ourselves like oh this is going to be the flagship episode that whenever anybody needs to know about the podcast we can point them towards this one like hey listen to our 200th episode it's where we do sort of like a greatest hits clip show every time you and i have attempted that something has inevitably gone wrong gotten in the way like yeah. we we have a recording issue we lose part of the episode uh i think that that's the pressure that we always put on ourselves and that's that's where it goes all right I'm, gl- I'm glad you had backup and i'm glad that you you took it upon yourself to manually stitch it all together <laughs> um because in my past when i invest a lot of time and energy into something and something goes wrong uh, I, you know, I bring out the jerry can, I pour gasoline over everything, I light the match <laughs> and then I move on to a new life. Um, yeah. I've done that like university. I've had a couple of papers die on the computer. Like it's, it literally happened over, you know, my university career twice and, um, uh, yeah. And the backups weren't there or whatever. And it, it was just, when I get to that point and I realized that months of work and research and writing and all that, it's like, uh, and then you have to rewrite this whole thing. And I'm like. No, nah. I think um, Burn it. I think I ju- I think I just flunked the class. <laughs> Go ask your professor. No, no, like my brain's just not good with it. Like everybody's like, your professor will give you an extension. I like, I don't want an extension. Yeah. I did it once. I can't mentally do it again. <laughs> Please don't make me do it again. I'd, I'd, it's almost like the the <clears throat> metaphor. It, it it has been kind of metaphoric this week with the whole um, BBC news item about. Uh, scientific researchers resurrecting pigs uh, from the slaughterhouse, uh, uh, getting their brains active after they've been dead, bringing them back from the... I'm like, first of all, why are we doing this? But second of all, (laughs) there are so many metaphors here, like the the pig is gone. Let the pig go. Why are we doing... Anyway. uh, It's one of those things where they're like, it'll help, you know, people with dementia and Alzheimer's and all that. And I was like, are zombie pigs a good... 
price to I've pay seen, for I've seen this Uwe Boll movie. It doesn't turn yeah. out well no. for us. Uh so at any rate. But yeah, so uh hey, happy two hundred and one month. Here we two hundred and one. To a month. Uh, um, but, uh, <laughs> so the good news is we can do a normal episode this week. We have uh, plenty of news to talk about. Um, uh, Ghostbusters, uh, the 35th anniversary uh, IDW series is still running. Um, unfortunately, I have not read it, but we'll, we'll kind of talk about that uh, later in the episode too. Um, and uh, yeah, some some fun stuff coming. So let's uh, jump into the news. Here we go. Hey guys, Peter. I have some news from the world of Gozer. I got some pretty cool stuff cooking up over here if you want to turn your head. Multiplanar curly and emanation. Now, yeah, well, here's your next month's cover of GQ. Check out the aura on this sucker. Uh, you want to start with FanFest, Chris? I feel like this, yes. this is the news item that yes. I kind of want to talk about. We are six weeks out. I think it behooves us to front load our episodes with anything important to yeah, FanFest. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> FanFest, we have some, some theme park news. We can get into a little bit of the 2020 discussion, but I feel like FanFest is the one that... Well, it certainly is is on my mind as of this moment because uh, today, as we are recording this, we're uh, on Wednesday, of course, when we record. We're three days into the week, and Wizard World, um, in in addition to doing their general admission tickets and uh, trying to to get some more uh, uh, butts in seats, I believe is the uh, proverbial term that we want to use. But they're trying to get those tickets sold. And uh, all of a sudden, they're doing a 20% off flash sale on all of the mm-hmm. tickets this week. So if you intend to go to Wizard World uh, Fan Fest uh, on the Sony lot in June, uh, now is your time because you can not only get a general admission ticket, but you can get 20% off of that general admission ticket. Yes. However, by the time you listen to this on Monday, it's probably over. But Well, they announced it on Tuesday. There's a slim chance that because it's Monday a holiday for you guys. Uh, it is. Yeah, it's it's Easter. It's Passover and Easter. Uh, yeah, for the, so for the uh, the good folks all over the world. But um, I'm kind of suspicious that it might be okay on the Monday. If you listen to this first thing Monday, give it a try. So but, get, uh, yeah, yeah, give it a try. Check it out. See if you can get. It's uh, GBFF20 is the code that you can use, um, and you get twenty percent off. Now, here's the thing that came up, and when you and I saw this news item, Chris, it was the first discussion that we had, and then I know a few other people have had similar thoughts. Well. Uh, I dropped all of this money uh, yes. several weeks ago uh, for my ticket. I'm three payments into my payment plan, and all of a sudden, it's 20% off. Um, can I cancel my order and rebuy it and get 20% off? Because especially with the Class 10 ticket, that's uh, it's $344. Yeah. That's uh, nothing to blink an eye at. So the the answer is uh, if no. You can't cancel your owner, your order. Um, but that's just because they've been very, very nice about it. They'll just adjust it for you. Yeah, no yeah. To- that's uh, my my experience with the the Wizard World folks was very, uh, very pleasant. I, I sent them an email and I just said, you know, look, I'm. We've been very supportive of FanFest. We're really excited about FanFest. Um, I, I I plunked down for the the Class Ten ticket because I know this is a once in a lifetime opportunity. However. Uh, now with this 20% off thing that's happening this week, uh, can you help me out here? Like, can yeah. you, can you apply the 20% at least toward my next payment or, or something? And, uh, they were very nice about it and they said, yes, uh, we can apply it 
toward your previous payments and we'll, we'll refund you. So, so long story short, if you are a previous ticket holder, um, and you're feeling kind of stung, uh, by this discount ticket that's happening this week, uh, give customer care an email, just let them know how you're feeling. And, and it seems like they'll try to make it right for you, which is nice. Yes. Um, don't, don't, don't be mean about it. Um, uh, because yeah, yeah. they're all, everybody that, like I emailed, you emailed uh, a bunch of people I know emailed. Uh, they're very timely about it. I it was not a wait till the next day. I literally like I emailed Within them this an morning. hour. Yeah, I got Co- a response. A couple hours later, yeah. they got back to me. Um, and there's no there's no need to be mean because they are aware that they are at you know they they've made a decision to do something to try to. Um, uh, you know, increase their ticket sales in the, in the, in the, you know, the home stretch. And they were aware that those of us who came in early would all go, Buh? um, so yeah, don't, don't, there's no need to vent at them there. They, and they, they, they've been very nice and very helpful. And, um, yeah, like, uh, in my case with the class three, uh, the, I think they said it was 160. So that's basically like, the next payment. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a pretty uh, it's a pretty hefty sum. I mean, twenty percent again. Like I said, it's nothing to blink an eye at because no. with the the cost of these tickets, it ends up uh, adding up pretty quickly. But so uh, yeah, that's uh, uh good. Yeah, it's it's very good. <laughs> I mean, here's here's the thing. I mean, I was thinking we should probably do like a state of the fan fest uh, uh, address here, or or just kind of talk through things because sure, I, I'm really getting the sense. Uh, and I, I hate to keep going back to this, but this really, really does remind me of the very first Star Wars celebration where you really got the sense that this is the first pancake that you're throwing onto the griddle um, yeah. and you know that it's not going to be the one. I mean, and, and, and I hate to diminish uh, the importance and, and my hype for this particular event, but they're really learning things about this because it's the first time they've ever done it. It's the first time they've ever done it on the studio lot. Um, it's a very limited event where usually with wizard world, you know, they go into these giant convention halls and they just want to sell as many tickets as humanly possible. They want to, uh, expand from one convention hall to the other convention hall. So it's kind of a different business model for them as well. And I think, you know, the, the conversation that I've had with a few people offline off of the podcast here is, are they panicked that they haven't sold enough tickets? Is that why there's all of these sudden, like, lower tiered uh, tickets? Is that why they're doing a 20% off sale? Is that why they're trying to entice people with more ticket sales? And I think uh, maybe, maybe they didn't get the response that they wanted directly out of the gate. Um, or maybe all of us bought the higher class tickets and, and nobody went for the, the, the class one. Uh, you yeah. know, maybe they're trying to figure out those metrics and, and try to hone in, uh, their numbers as, as best as they can. Yeah. There's, there's no template. There's no spreadsheet worked out yet. The, I mean, they have experience with other events that they'll try to apply here, but yeah, there's so many question marks and unknowns. Um, I mean, I don't know if we discussed it before, but for me, this is partly why I'm, you know, maintaining, uh, some level of, uh, uh, well, let's see how it turns out is because, uh, when it's done, <laughs> they'll now have their metrics. Right. And I hope that that then t- means that if maybe they can't do it annually or, or they're like, no, it doesn't make any sense to do it annually. Maybe, you know, every five years on the anniversary or something, they then know how to bring it all together. And I don't know. Yeah. Or, so, or if it benefits a future event for another fandom, you know, maybe this, this helps out the, 
uh, yeah. Firefly Serenity crowd and they do a Firefly anniversary, you know, whatever it ends up being, uh, yeah. may, maybe it does help them figure out these very targeted, um, very uh, focused, yeah. non-Star Trek uh, conventions. Um, it's, it's, pos- it's possible that they walk away from this and go, well, this this is the legend. This is the first one that was held on the studio uh, and we had X, Y, and Z. Uh, and if you were there, you know, it's your Ghostbusters Woodstock. Uh, we're going to do it every year uh, afterwards. It just won't be on the studio lot and we won't be doing X and we won't be doing Y. Yeah. And, yeah. You know what I mean? So I, it's, um, I mean, there's go, lots of options. Ghostbusters Woodstock is a really good way of putting it. Like, I, I, I feel like the. Woodstock? <laughs> Woodbusters? Woodbusters Stance stance Stock. Uh, stance Stock. Slime. Slime Square. Slime Anyways. Square. Um, uh, yeah. I mean, it, it, it really does. Like, I, I just, I want to be there and i know that it's a very for the amount of money that we're paying it it seems like it's a very blase attitude toward it like well we'll just see what happens like yeah i get i i am putting a, a pretty uh a pretty sizable amount of money down yeah. in order to well, be there but it's not blase because it's also built on the fact that if they can't pull it off they i, I have i i have every expectation they would just reimburse everybody their money this is this is not a a, a a walk off with it sort of thing. Yeah, well, I, but I I've never I I don't have that impression. I don't get the impression that we're no. gonna we're gonna get to the no, end of May and yeah. then they're gonna say, you know what? Just kidding, everybody. We're gonna cancel this event. Here's your money back. Uh, we apologize. I well, I think the event is gonna happen yeah. no matter what because they're Can booking I, yeah. talent and well well here's the thing. Well, there is talent, so there is there is something happening. We we will all be getting something out of this. Um, this goes to a point that you and I discussed, which is to a certain degree, as long as certain minimums are there, the fact that we're all together kind of makes it. That's a part of the event. That's a minimum. A minimum. Uh, not a. Not a, what's the word? I don't. I don't know what I'm trying to say other than we discussed before that if nothing, we've all said, if nothing else, we're going to get to hang out. There'll be some cool Ghostbusters stuff that, you know, other people and, um, you know, Jason Reitman's there. We we now know, for example, there are going to be a few things related to the new movie that other yeah. people won't get to see. Right. We know that. But uh, can can I reference the one of the other things that came up, the, um, the screening Info oh, we got. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. By so, mean, that that's on the docket here to talk about. So let's let's segue I, into I, it. I, yeah, I don't. Well, the segue is. I think they kind of understand that to a degree too, because they put forth uh, the screening t- last week. I think we mentioned it that they were like sixty bucks. Come to the screening of two movies, and it'll be this large crowd of fans. And we were debating, going, who would do that? Like kind of makes sense and you were like yeah maybe it'll be this thing where they'll hand out special stuff and all that so it wasn't uh you had a price point for what was it the back to the future one yeah Uh, you got to see back to the future and you got some swag out of it and this was a higher price point we're kind of scratching our head and then it got added i think just today maybe well when i say today wednesday the 17th here uh it could be yesterday too but uh literally in the last 24 hours they updated the website to say 60 dollars 59.99 for the screening and cocktail party yeah so even they went uh yeah part of this is the experience of the gathering um so i and that that was kind of an indicator that i think they were like yeah they'll expect certain x y's and z's but if we can make it you know, uh, uh, if we can make it a, we can make this a house party. Um, that that'll be a big deal yeah, for a lot. Of that that's a big draw. Know. I mean, that and, and those are those are where the memories are. I mean, 
again, to to go back to uh, Star Wars Celebration, Denver, Colorado, it is pouring down rain. We're in a dirt parking lot where everything is turning muddy and their entire parking lot is eroding away into nothingness. <laughs> We're all standing in line for th- three, four, five, six hours for some panels uh, yep. outside in the rain. But the thing I remember the most is being outside in the rain, waiting in line, and all of a sudden, Anthony Daniels is walking down, shaking everybody's hands, and he's wearing his shiny gold uh, Vegas lounge act suit, which I don't know why he was wearing that. I guess he thought it it was evocative of C-3PO, but um, he's going and he's shaking everybody's hands, and he's he's thanking them for being there, and he's taking photos, and um, and taking the time to talk to people and, and say what you will about Anthony Daniels. I know he has a, a, a reputation that precedes him, but that's what I remember about Star Wars Celebration. So with, with Ghostbusters Fan Fest, when we are there and we're at this cocktail party and I don't know, God help it. Like Peter McNichol comes out of the woodwork and comes over and he's like, Hey, is that a dirty martini? And you're like, yeah, actually it is. And he goes, I love dirty martinis. And no, Peter McNichol, it's a Miller meteor. Would you like one? (laughs) Jeez, Troy. And Peter McNichol goes, what the hell's a Miller meteor? And then uh, 10 minutes later, 20, 20 seconds. And I'll tell you, exactly. Um, but I, that's that's exactly what that's what I'm looking forward to. Those yeah. are the those are the experiences. Look, we'll we'll all get to know the panel information. We'll all see whatever footage or trailers or photos like that will all be available to everybody. Yeah, um, but it's There's, the experience of being yeah. there and being a part of it. That's what you're paying for. The event. There's the event primary experience uh secondary experience the screening the night before and people who got the void ticket it's already turning into a tertiary experience because if you have the void thing and you don't live in la you're probably while you're there going to try to get to the void right and you won't be alone other so what i I expect the void that weekend we'll have a lot of attendees all hanging out together doing the void together talking about the Uh, thing they just did together so if everybody's there for the weekend and all the programming is on saturday where's everybody going on sunday to the The void. void and the built more um, and yeah yeah exactly um by the way i'm just going to throw this out there to people i should put it up on the thing too if people are interested in um i think i might have to put i think i might put together a built more map does that make sense should i do that i think that's a good especially because of the stairwell we've, the t- we've stairwell talked about is it the here on the show one, yeah. the stairwell is the hardest one to find i so mean I it's, think, it's not I that, that hard but if you know where to go you, you can find it yeah quickly. well let's put it this way the more informed you are, the faster you can get in and out and the happier the hotel staff will be. Because if you're wandering around, no, they don't like that. But, uh, you're and that's scaring just, the stiffs. Yeah. <laughs> that's just all the tertiary. Well, that's the quadinary experiences. Uh, the void is tertiary uh, because it, it, they, you paid for it as part of the event. But then, yeah, getting to the Biltmore or going to see the, uh, the, the fire hall. Uh, you know, those are, those are, uh, you know, the, 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 the experiences you're setting up for yourself. And then, like I said, you know, I, I, I like hanging out with you and my friends in LA cause I've been to LA, uh, quite a few times over the years. So I have a, a, a lay of the land and I have f- favorite things. So, I mean, I'm coming down for the Ghostbusters fan fest and, you know, going to hit some, uh, burger joints, uh, famous burger joints. I'm going to yeah. go hit the Beverly Laurel. Oh boy, by the way, I keep hitting refresh on that one because they haven't posted what runs in June oh, the, yet. the new but Beverly, uh, yeah. The new yeah. Beverly. I mean, they, so they, they just, just recently finished, they had a 35 millimeter print of Jurassic Park and they ran it for a week and everybody Did you go? Was, no, I didn't make it, uh, unfortunately, but. 
Uh, I will throw that out there. If anybody wants to join me uh, on the on maybe Sunday evening or something like that to go to the new Beverly. Yeah, I mean, that's, uh, that's the let's thing. Let's do it. Enjoy. I mean, again, it doesn't all have to be completely Ghostbusters related. If you're here on the West Coast, uh, come to the coast. We'll have a few laughs. Yeah. Like, go see the diehard Nakatomi Tower, which is literally right down the street from the Sony uh, studios. Exactly. Some of, uh, some of you will be staying in the hotel that you could look out and see it. Yeah, like, it's exactly. Just... Uh, go, I mean, it's <clears> June, <throat> Los Angeles in June. Uh, go to the beach. It's going to be beautiful. Um, go, like you you suggested with the burger joints, go hit Apple Pan and Pie and Burger and... Pie and uh, Burger. Uh, all, Tommy's? Is it Tommy's, Tommy's with the chili? Yeah. Chili? Oh my God. But like all um, these places that have been institutions since, you know, 19... Go to Musso and Frank's. Go go have a sidecar and some hey, rare bit at Musso and Frank's in Hollywood. There's a thought. You uh, and I should, uh, some episode coming up, we should do that. We should just uh, prep people for when in LA. Yeah, yeah, let's do that because let's there, there that. are so many. I mean, there are so many I'm sitting, things I'm sitting to here, do. Yeah, I'm sitting here thinking of uh, Pulp Fiction, which is not that far. The it's the comic shop, not that far from the studio. Uh, that place is packed full of comics and filled to the the gills with uh, variant covers, which yeah. I suspect our listeners. Uh, overlap that Venn diagram nicely of comics people who may want uh, uh, <laughs> rare covers and stuff like that. It's just it is well, yeah, or, and I know it, it's funny. You you said Pulp Fiction, and I wasn't even thinking of the shop Pulp Fiction. I was thinking of go go to Pans, which is the diner that you see in yeah in everything, including there was a Pepsi commercial that ran during the Super Bowl with Steve Carell. That's they film that at Pans. Like <laughs> go at Pans. go, go have breakfast and coffee there. Um, let's so, put it this way: yeah, it's Hollywood. Just I mean, there's got to be several books that are cool movie things to go. I know some people were talking about going out to the uh, the Doc Brown estate, uh, that house. Uh, uh, yeah, that I think is a little more difficult to get into now because it's like by appointment only, and they do open houses and stuff. But but or, or certainly go, you can drive by and point yeah, at you it. You can drive by. You can <laughs> drive by Marty McFly's house, uh, which the. <laughs> The current residents uh, of the house are not so cool about it, but again, so drive cool drive it. by and take a photo. But um, uh, the Halloween house, you know what? We're we're we've got uh, good job, virtual high five, you and me. Uh, let's do um, yeah, let's uh, put a pin in it. And uh, if anybody out there is listening, is familiar with L.A. or is an L.A. Uh, or or surrounding area uh, citizen, and there's something you want to make sure. Like went in like it's because the same thing happened to me. I'm I'm I I'm in L.A. for one of the I think it was second or third time, and somebody said, "Have you been to Portos?" I'm like, "What's Portos?" And oh, they were like, "Portos, yeah. uh, uh, potato balls, uh, and you uh, will never want to leave." Have a cheese roll and a potato ball, and you're good. Yeah, um, and fre- fresh squeezed orange juice. Well, it's, let's, um, yeah, let's do that. Let's, let's do, do that. let's do our L.A. Send in, guide. Send in, well, you and I will do our guide. It'll be very biased, but if everybody else out there has something, yeah. do it. Uh, when, when at the Universal Studios Hollywood tour, ask for Babs. Like, that's what we want to have that level of detail here. I don't know what that one is, but, uh. Ask for Babs? You don't know Ask for Babs? No, I don't know. I don't know. Everybody out there, tell Chris where Ask for Babs (laughs) came from. Get ready. Here comes the onslaught of social media. (laughs) But, uh. But anyway, okay, so we'll, we'll get into I'll that Google later. Leave me alone. I'll Google um, it. But um, uh, yeah, yeah, so so FanFest, I, I mean, again, Back this is going to be a shared experience. We are paying a lot of money for it, but there is going to be a lot of fun stuff. The other thing, too, with the Jason Reitman uh, announcement, uh, there are going to be some surprises, which for whatever reason, they just don't want to reveal quite yet. Um, nope. So you, you kind of have to take a little bit of a leap of faith and know that there are fun things uh, in the works. But Yeah, um, I've been catching wind it's not official and um 
Maybe you, maybe you and I will be able to clarify this in the coming uh, couple of weeks, but I get the impression. Remember you and I were like on the website, they were like fan vehicles and we're like, we hadn't heard about fan vehicle. It does sound like that's coming together. It like do, it I does, mean, I it does sound Arizona like the Arizona folks, I think, uh, yep. just today said we're bringing our booth and our car. And, uh, so I know and, that some of the, the fan teams, groups are, are involved. Yeah, yeah. It's, um, it's coming together. I, 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 I do understand some people may have very lofty goals about what comes to this thing. And I hope that that's tempered with a little bit of perspective if you don't get it. But at the same time, people who are like, this is going to be nothing. I think we're past that. There yeah. is, we, you and I already said, no, no, there's definitely something. Um, the yes have some crew will be there and, um, they will. And, and they're expecting, uh, uh the lights to go down and a rooftop, uh, recreation of, uh, the temple of Zul to come out of the floor. And, uh, that, that's what happened in their last episode. I was like, that, that, that was there. That was there. Let's just, the oh, shoot God. for the moon and the stuff that's never going to happen. I thought that was really There's, funny. There's, uh, well, frankly, the free hugs from Ivan Reitman alone are worth, <laughs> are worth the... I, I almost cut that from the last episode. Uh, it was it was one of those instances where we were really out of sync, and I was laughing at you because I was like, "God, everybody, Ivan is going to file a restraining order against you and I because we're encouraging this." Um, but, well, it doesn't uh, matter because we met him, so there. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He he knows us. He's like, "Oh God, those guys again." But actually, what what I, what I really need to do now is go online in those places that. Uh, you can send a photo and get a body pillow printed out. I need to get a <laughs> oh, Ivan no. Reitman body pillow. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> ay, ay, ay. Uh, and I'll digitally change it so he's wearing a t-shirt that says free hugs. And then there, problem solved. <laughs> Leave the real guy alone. Come hug, hug my pillow. Hug the body pillow. Anyway. I've never said this to uh, a crowd of thousands before. Please hug my pillow. <clears throat> On that note, let's talk about Halloween horror. <laughs> yes, let's do that. Um, so, so this is a fun one. Um, this is actually really interesting and, and something that we have kind of speculated and talked about how it would be fun before. So now yeah. that it's kind of coming to light, it's it's a lot of fun to see it, it uh, sort of uh, materializing. But uh, so a actually, I think multiple theme park uh, websites have now picked up on this. But the place that I saw yeah. it was. Um, uh, I want to theme park university. They were the first ones, I think out of the gate to, uh, to talk about it, but, uh-huh. uh, some, some rumors that are reaching a peak, peak fervor here that, uh, Halloween horror nights, the, um, it's, it is both universal studios, right? It's, yeah, it's, it's Hollywood I and so. Florida, yeah. and Florida where they, they turn the back lot and all of the sound stages into uh, mazes that you, you come during the uh, Halloween season and you get to walk around and, uh, they do a lot of, uh, I mean, it employs thousands upon thousands of actors. If you've listened to our Robin Shelby yeah. interview, uh, she and her husband, Sean actually met while working as actors on the Halloween horror Aww. nights here in, in Hollywood. Uh, so, I mean, it's, it's a wonderful thing that happens in terms of the production value and the actors and the makeup. And it's, it's a huge production that happens. Um, yeah. And and we did talk about it last year because Stranger Things had a maze and will have a maze again next year, we have learned. That's right. Uh, but the reason we talk about this is that there is a rumor that a Ghostbusters-themed maze will be coming to both Hollywood and Florida theme parks this coming Halloween. And Yeah. 
Uh, I mean, again, we say we say maze, but they're mainly you know haunted houses. You're walking through a guided yeah. uh, IKEA like uh, floor plan where they want you to move in the the correct direction. <laughs> Um, but you know, Ghostbusters doesn't really lend itself to a haunted house per se. So I think, yeah, the impression I got from the article is that it's kind of a a throwback. They're going to possibly use some of the peppers ghost effects and kind of, I mean, this particular article was like, Oh my God, they're going to bring back all the stuff from the spooktacular. We're going to see stay puffed. We're going to see the killer clowns from outer space, uh, animatronic. And I don't, I don't think it's quite going to be that. Um, the, Well, it's two things. One, once I uh, uh, put that rumor up, a couple of people reached out. It's unofficial, so I don't, I don't want to start posting it around. But they are, they are like the people who run the websites. They're like right in the thick of it. They talk to people who uh, know what's going on, and at a minimum, it's pretty clear that even if it's not a lock yet, it is heavily discussed. Well, was that uh, where the there was like a, a survey? They were taking like a guest survey. That's where, a good example. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that's a good indicator too. So yeah, that was the best indication that at a minimum they are seriously thinking about it because Ghostbusters was like, "What do you think about this?" And everybody got super excited. I think the fact that everybody got super excited about it is a clear indication that you should definitely do it. Go do well, it. And it's so it's um, the anniversary year. It makes a whole lot of yeah. sense. Obviously, gearing up for the movie next year makes a whole lot of sense. Um, the thing, the, the impression I got, this is, I'm not, I'm a Canadian. We do not do haunted houses to quite the same uh, extent that you do in America. Uh, we don't, we don't have lots of, you know, theme parks. That, actually, I shouldn't You're say that nice, though. That, eh? Like, that, no, you guys well, don't want to no, scare don't. each other. Like, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to scare you. Hey, go you on, know, go we, on. we actually, the, the P&E, which just got voted, like, some sort of top of the heap uh, uh, amusement park here. It was very well rated, which was quite nice. They do a Halloween thing. By that point, they're usually closed, but they reopen for uh, a handful of weekends they, in October. They go there. all out because we were filming Deadpool at the, the oh, PNA, so you saw right? It. Yeah, I mean, it, yeah. it was like a again like the Halloween horror nights here. It was a huge thing. Yeah, well, what they do is is it like Universal Studios still operates as you know, a theme park, uh, you know, um, uh, Knott's Berry Farm operates as an amusement park and it has this Halloween component built into it here since the season is over and, you know, we get kind of rainy and, and wet and all that. They're like, oh, that's fine. We'll open up at night only, uh, it, when it's dark and a little cold and the entire place will just, you know what I mean? Like they'll the have the hot house. The whole theme park is, The whole yeah. theme park turns into this thing. Um, where was I going with this? I can't remember. Oh, the the impression I got was I'm I'm not an expert, but uh, it was the Strangers Thing one where they part of the survey was like, for example, are you aware that the Stranger Things will be open during the day? And it occurred to me that that's them going. Uh, not everybody can come at night or yeah. whatever. So why not do what's the Halloween thing we can do during the day? Oh, Stranger Things. It it, it makes sense then that they go well. <laughs> You know, families can't take their kids into the uh, Jason uh, kills Chucky with a chainsaw <laughs> refereed by uh, Freddy sort of thing. You know what I mean? Like you can't take them through the haunted haunted house. But what's more family friendly? 
Ghostbusters. Yeah, it's it's, it's yeah. built in. What I I can't think of a haunted maze like a haunted maze. You're like you're on your own. You're on your own. I I jump out, boo, and you're like ah, everything's scary. A Ghostbusters one, I can imagine them filling it with actors that are like, hey, how you guys doing? Scary ghosts say, don't worry, we've got it handled. You know, they'll be they'll be this component of the Ghostbusters are there. To, you know, with you to take care yeah, of ghosts when, and when all that. When things hit their breaking point, that's when somebody like kicks down a door and all of the Ghostbusters come in with their proton yeah. packs. And, yeah. and I think that would be really attractive to families that normally were like, no, Timmy's eight. He can't, <laughs> he doesn't need to see a bloody werewolf. And that's yeah. not a British euphemism. I mean, he doesn't need to see a, were- a werewolf covered in blood. Uh, but if they went, well, what about, um, you know, what if there was a, a Ghostbusters maze and he had like a, you know, a, a foam Nerf pop gun and all, yeah, let him go for it. Do that. Yeah. That sounds like fun. Well, and I'll, 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 I'll see your family friendly and I'll raise you one more. Uh, it's also appealing to people who just hate haunted houses. Like I've That's never been, true. I've been yeah. once to Halloween horror nights and I just, it's not that I'm, it's not that I hate walking through a haunted house and being scared. It's that I'm just annoyed by it. I don't want an actor and a ton of prosthetics coming out and like touching me on the shoulder. I hate that kind of human interaction. Like I, I know that you are in an actor with a fake chainsaw. Do it's just, it, it annoys me. And I've, I've talked to a few other people that have that same sort of sense where it's like, you know, when you, when you go to the movie and you're watching something and and it's too gory and it's too uh too much for you but then you realize like oh that's that's just all that's a mannequin and that's that's all prosthetics and that's stage blood and uh, yeah th- i have that feeling every time i go to these types of things and it just i get i don't get scared i just get angry i'm just like i don't want to <laughs> do this guys this is really stupid but i do enjoy the production value and i enjoy the costume design and i enjoy the makeup yeah. and i enjoy the craft behind it so that's why I think the Ghostbusters thing would really work for me is, A, I'm yeah. a Ghostbusters fan, so I'm a shoo-in, obviously, but also yeah. I want to go see what they do. I want to see what they recreate. I want to see what actors they cast. I want to see what costumes they create, what ghosts they do, how they do yeah. the ghosts. Um, that My sort of mechanical problem-solving mind wants to see that aspect of it. I If, if somebody in a... Um, terror dog, uh, terrible suit is in the corner and pops out and is like, ah, you're scared. And we're like, ah, no, that's not what I want. Just, I <laughs> hate that. <laughs> or you turn a corner and a, a door opens and a, uh, a, a woman in a slinky dress goes, are you the key master? And you're like, this is my fifth time through the maze. This is amazing. No. Uh, I, this is amazing. Is that dry ice? Is that a fogger? What are you guys using? Um, yeah, I, I mean, I think it, it really, to me, it dates back to like being in Colorado and going to a, a haunted barn and yeah. uh, you walk into a room and the guy's got a chainsaw and there's all these bloody things. And I'm like, oh, that's uh, that's Mr. Obbles. Hey, Mr. Obbles, how you doing? You know, like there's just that weird like. You've made me very, uh, now I'm starting to look forward to ha- Halloween. It's way oh, early I for know, that. It I we're talking about Halloween, but uh, we're not even into spring here. Yeah, really, but well. This is officially under the rumor category, but it seemed with that survey at least worth mentioning on the basis of they are at least thinking about it. it yeah, um, I mean, it seems, and, and there was, somebody designed a logo. That was the other thing. I, one of the websites had like a, oh. a Halloween Horror Nights uh, Ghostbusters logo, which I don't know if that I'm, came from a website or if that was something that was part of this this rumor, but uh, <laughs> it was very suspect. I was like, wow, that, that looks 
actually pretty pro for what this is, but uh, again, a, a clear yeah. indication to Universal Studios. Yes, everybody wants a Ghostbusters everybody haunted house. Why it, did yeah. you even ask? Go so do it. Even if it's not uh, true, maybe this will spark something. <laughs> Good evening. I'm Troy Benjamin, and I'm Chris Stewart, and I'm Troy Benjamin, and this is Ghostbusters 2020. From the Crossrip Studios around the world and into your ears, the news items that may or may not have touched your life. This is Ghostbusters 2020 with Chris Stewart and Troy Benjamin. Yes, let's talk some Ghostbusters 2020 stuff because there was something that happened uh, last week during our 200th episode that we missed. We didn't get well. We didn't miss it. We just didn't get to it. We just really, yeah. We didn't really yeah. get to it. We had a whole we had a lo- whole lot of ground to cover last week, and we did. Uh, and stuff did end up on the cutting room floor. But uh, one thing that did happen that uh, kind of had people buzzing. There were some uh, good discussions that were happening on social media and uh, GB fans on the message boards, uh, Reddit certainly as well. But um, Jason Reitman on his Instagram posted a black and white photograph of uh, what appears to be some, um, like a combination of Ectomobile parts and some stock parts from uh, 59 Cadillacs uh, on, on like yeah. three shelves, like on a one of those like rolling uh, industrial uh, shelves and, uh, and, and, and said nothing more in return, uh, just put his hashtag uh, GB20 on it and uh, and and left it at that. But uh, of course, because we are the fans that we are, everybody out there was like a Zapruder film looking, you know, back into the left in there and like, <laughs> what is that? Is that the strobe? Oh, maybe that's the, the strobe from the Ecto-1A. Oh, wait, does this mean that that's the fender from the Ecto-1A? Uh, the, which was lovely to see. And I think that's exactly what he intended by taking that photo is... Uh, yeah. Uh, like, let's get them talking by just showing them something kind of abstract. But... Um, so I don't, uh, Chris, what were your impressions on this? What, when you saw this photo, how did you take it? Uh, is, is work going on? Uh, is this something that's set deck? What, what were your impressions of the, the photograph itself? Yeah, I, I really don't know. <laughs> A, I, I am not of the two of us. I'm not the ecto expert. Um, and even prior to that, yeah, it's one of the areas of the fandom that I appreciate, and I know that there are people that are really into it, and it's not, I'm not a car guy. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, looking at it, yeah, I, I had the same thought, uh, the two thoughts you just outlined, like, is this a shot of them working to, you know, to restore or prepare a car for filming, or is this, you know, a part of a scene? Like, yeah. It's, uh, and I'm like, those are both very possible answers. <laughs> I'm going to go get lunch now. <laughs> I have um, to go. Yeah, it's um it's exciting other way. Like it really doesn't matter and to me I'm like there will there's no definitive answer until we see the movie. Yeah. Or oh, or yeah. he pops up and says that's what this photo was. So I'm I'm very pragmatic about those things. I'm kind of like that's awesome because it's a, a sign that things are moving forward. Uh we'll never be able to determine what we're looking at exactly until somebody clarifies it for us later. So time to move on. Yeah, that's exactly. Kind of what that's, I did. that's kind of where I'm, I mean, it, it is like, I, I'm, I'm fairly certain that that fender is the Ecto one a just based upon the two strobes that are, uh, above the license plate. Um, right. and then the, the second, uh, shelf, uh, you definitely see the headlight, um, 
the housings for the the front headlights of of a 59 caddy it's yeah. those sort of like figure eight uh looking things and then uh the back fins that's on the top shelf uh yeah. that sort of like the but iconic then, rear uh yeah indicator lights but it doesn't but that again doesn't answer anything because we've seen uh a couple of photos over the years of the 1a in its uh that back lot photo of it right and you know right. it's kind of it's kind of you know falling apart sort of thing so it again <laughs> it's it's quite conceivable it's either way he's showing a picture of they went time to you know put this into you know get this back into working order or they went we need to show a slightly disassembled ecto uh we've you know this is the one we've decided is the pretty one that runs in the movie later so we're not using it we'll just take parts off of the one that's unfortunately got parts kind of coming off yeah. it already. Like we don't, we don't know. And, and it's kind of a nice, um, very vague glimpse behind the scenes of what's happening because, uh, also just this week, Eric Stielberg, <laughs> yeah. the director of photography on the new movie, uh, they are out location scouting in Calgary and he's been posting some wonderful looking vistas, uh, from, wherever they are in Calgary. Oh, I missed these. Uh, and it's, it's, uh, especially he's, he's got one, of, Is he doing this uh, on Instagram? On Instagram, yeah. He has uh, Jason Reitman um, s- standing in a field, silhouetted. Uh, it's it's just very beautiful stuff. I mean, again, uh, stuff that only a cinematographer could really uh, put together. But All right, all right, all right. Hang on. I'm looking it up here. What's this? What's his name? Eric What's... Sielberg is his, Eric. Is his name. Um, E-R-I-C. And... There we go. Yeah, you should, you should follow him anyway because uh, a, a fantastic should. photographer and uh, cinematographer. But um, so yeah, so so taking a look at his, especially his most recent one as of this recording, where uh, his his caption is "Director's Scout" with Jason Reitman, and then Jason comments, "Director," or he says, "Directing is being lost and just patient enough to know that the answer is right around the corner." Uh, yeah, very. That- yeah, that's any that's any field just outside of town. I think I mentioned it before. Calgary is just surrounded by farmland. Yeah. Um, um, but again, getting a glimpse of kind of the places that they're looking at, and 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 if ooh. it's nothing specific, but at the same time, uh, kind of evocative of a certain feel. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm I'm digging it. It's very exciting. Uh, so that's, that's pretty much all that we have in terms of the 2020 news. Uh, yeah. But again, stand by. Tons, tons more to come, I'm sure. Um, but uh, yeah, so okay, so let's do this. Um, there are three other news items on here, and we're we're rounding the corner into our hour. Um, the uh, 35th anniversary at IDW Comics continues to to roll on. This mm-hmm. past week, the Answer the Call book was released, and um, as we alluded to at the very top of the episode. Um, I, I have been burning the candle at both ends. So I downloaded it, uh, from the digital app and I still have not had a chance to read it, but no, same here. Yeah. Um, but I'm, I'm very excited to do so. Uh, and uh, again, these, these one shots, uh, as we talked about a couple episodes ago, uh, with the Atlantis one with the prime ghostbusters, they've been a whole lot of fun. So, um, I'm, I'm anxious to dive into that one. So let's, let's, table that and talk about that uh next week chris uh maybe I you and i can get to it yeah i think that's the best idea yeah and then uh another quick news item that i feel like we can kind of rapid fire is our ectocon friends out in scotland uh have secured the services of mr jason marsden who played garrett in extreme ghostbusters among other things he's a uh well uh reputable uh voice actor who uh 
uh, I, I know him for a goofy movie and goof troop, but, um, as well as Garrett. And he also did an anti-piracy reel for me a long, long time ago. And I, uh, <laughs> I, I said, yeah, can you do it with some attitude? You know, like, like Garrett and uh, extreme ghostbusters. He goes, wow, man, deep cut. That was, that was pretty solid. He, he, he <laughs> kind of appreciated that I brought that up, but, <laughs> um, but uh, so so good to see that he's going to be among the guests uh, there, and uh, I know the EctoCon folks have also really been doing their best to uh, to promote all of the stuff that's in store. They're going to have a cleaning up the town screening and a photo booth and uh, some interactive uh, stuff, and as well as uh, some of the artists that will be there are, are taking commissions. So if you pre uh, if you pre purchase your ticket, you can also sign up for commissions to be done of yourself, which is is very cool. I'll tell you right now. Um <clears throat> Once we get past FanFest and I have a sense of projecting my financial future by a bit, uh, every time they make an announcement like this, I, I kind of go, yeah, this maybe this is every, the year. It does sound like I go a to fun. the UK. Yeah. yeah. Uh, even I mean, it, it's it's a lengthy flight for us, but uh, it might be it might be well worth it, uh, especially considering that just again the experience of being there uh, for this particular event and knowing that it's being put together with the love and care that these guys are doing. So, well, I've always been meaning to get uh, back to the UK and uh, this time go visit the Highlands anyways, go, uh, go, go back to my roots, so to speak. Uh, seek out your heritage while also uh, hanging out with some fellow fans. Um, That's right. So, so yeah, so uh, good on the EctoCon uh, guys, and we appreciate them keeping us in the loop on all of their uh, doings and goings. Um, and then, so here's here's the last one, and I, I don't know if I'm reading too much into this or if it's just a matter of the license expiring and uh, it's just happened, but um, Activision has curiously pulled a good handful of their games from the PlayStation uh, store. And uh, among them is the, the original Ghostbusters, the video game, um, uh, Deadpool and others uh, all on top of that. But, but Ghostbusters, of course, being the primary focus of this here podcast and this here news item. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you don't own the physical copy of Ghostbusters and if you have not already purchased it and downloaded it, uh, it sounds like you're still okay. Uh, you haven't lost the ability to play that game on your, your PlayStation. Um, but it is a curious move. Um, and I'm, I'm a part of me reads into it like, Hey, I wonder if something is in the cards for Ghostbusters, the video game. But the other part of me is like, well, it's, it's happening with another handful of games being removed from the store at the same time. So maybe all of their licenses lapsed in 2019, uh, March or April of 2019, uh, whatever license they had for Deadpool lapsed and Ghostbusters and so on and so forth. And they had to pull those games, uh, as they're no longer allowed to uh, make any income on those, um, I don't, but, so I was hoping as, as a video game professional, Chris, can you maybe shed some light on that for me? Is that something that like on steam, you can't <clears throat> count on a, a, a licensed game being up there indefinitely, right? Because at a certain point, whatever contract they have in place that has to lapse, doesn't it? It'll come to an end. Yeah. It's not, it's not, well, I mean, a contract could be written that says in perpetuity, but, uh, most times it's, um, well, let's put it this way. Prior to 2009 when this game came out, uh, things used to be done in kind of five-year ones because they were mm. still thinking in the, he- the mindset of we got to put this in a box and all that sort of thing. So right. five years seemed to make sense. 
uh, now that we live in like you know the digital era, especially a digital era where most times the agreements are uh, once somebody buys it, even if you're not selling it in the store anymore, they can still download their copy from us. It's just not in the front end. Yeah, I, I suspect. I mean, it, it's 2019. It's 10 years. It's the per, it's the round yeah. number that makes sense in a you know post Steam world. Um, so I don't know. I wouldn't. I wouldn't read too much into it. Um, I, I, boy, I think the thing that would sway me one way or the other is if I knew exactly when uh, the game was released, like as in month, because uh. usually it would be ten years to the month. If it's off that, then that gives it a small bit of. Uh, it, it's a small indicator. You could invest a small amount of hope into it that. Maybe this is some sign that they're about to do something. But interesting. Well, let me see if I can find a release date. Let me look, go to our our favorite uh, GB wiki here because I know that they're going to have the info for me. Um, uh, June sixteenth, two thousand nine. So, all right. So we're coming up on June. We're coming up on June. It's possible but- that it was a 10 year and they're just doing it preemptively because they're taking all of their stuff. To- I mean, Deadpool came no. out a good deal after that, so it's weird that. Uh, yeah, I don't know then. Um, um, but I mean, it, I mean, it's also interesting because you know, PlayStation, the multiplayer, that was the first uh, sign that the the video game was winding down uh, because they pulled the servers on on PlayStation first. It, it is still running on on Xbox, obviously. But uh, yeah, um, I don't know. Stay stay tuned. I feel like this. It's it's sad because it is a Sony property that you can now no longer go to the PlayStation store and right. and purchase, which it seems like a misstep. But uh, so that that's what leads me to believe, like, well, maybe they're gonna re-release it uh, for the anniversary with a different you cover that, or something. Or yeah, you want to make that a podcast bet then, because your your argument is is sound. The fact that it's the anniversary year and Why you cannot now? go get the most yeah. the most. Po- like it's the kind of thing that they could see coming, and it's not that hard. You just go back to the 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 you know what wherever the the outlet is, and you just say we'd like to extend, please. Right. <laughs> and I'm sure right. it's even triply easy if it's the PlayStation Store because uh, it's off uh, Steam already, right? Didn't it, that was that it a did few months Steam. back. We talked about that. Oh, I don't know about a month ago. Um, it, it, there was like a really heavy, deep discount on it, and then it left Steam. And then um, it went away. And that's kind of, you know what I mean? Like, again, it seems weird that it's, you know, the anniversary year and you can't get it. So, yeah, it's a solid podcast bet to say maybe maybe something's coming. So, yeah. I don't, you know what? I don't think, <laughs> hmm. Whatever it is, I don't think it's something new because we would have heard rumblings by now. Uh, no, yeah, that uh, w- again with development time. Now, I mean, again with the new movie coming out, of course, there's probably something now in the pipeline, and that's the <laughs> the the poor downfall to developers that have to do video game tie-ins to movies, where the movie for uh, Jason Reitman's uh, 2020 film has been <sighs> announced and it's coming out next year. And the video game tie-in will also come out next year, and we yeah. just hired the developer to do it, and they're like, Wait, "What? Oh, what? oh boy, we gotta get going." So, um, I don't know. Yeah, I, I just I, it was a strange news item that just happened uh, this past week and kind of fell under the radar. We all talk about when you know stuff leaves Netflix, which we know uh, all of that content did, and yeah. and sure, uh, again, maybe that's I'm just 
correlation and causation. Uh, when that happened, that's when the announcement for the Blu-ray came out. So uh, yeah, stay stay tuned on that front. We'll we'll see what Don't happens. Wait another minute. Pick up your phone and call the professionals. Go, go, go stoppers. I'm sorry. We'll do it again. We want to hear from you. Leave us a voicemail on our calling line at four seven zero two four two four seven four two. That's four seven zero two G B H Q I C. We also have a Facebook page and Twitter accounts. Print is dead. No kidding. Just give me the address. Search Facebook for the Ghostbusters Interdimensional Crossrip. On Twitter, look for Troy at Ghostbusters HQ and Chris at Proton Charger. I just wanna get back close again. What the hell are you doing? If you like what you hear, please take a moment to give us a review on iTunes. Be sure to recommend us to your friends. That makes good sense. Don't wait another minute. Pick up your phone and call the professionals. Once again, our call-in line is 4702-GBHQIC. That ought to do it. Thanks very much, Ray. All right, Chris, uh, here's, here's where things got really muddy last week. So you're still recording, right? You, I'm still were... recording. Okay, good. Uh, what does uh, flashing red light mean again? <laughs> F- flashing red light. <sighs> Damn, I tried to make a Burbs <laughs> reference and it just yeah, wasn't see. working. Gray sky at night, neighbor take flight. Yeah. Red flashing light, <laughs> podcaster. I got nothing. I got, it's too. I'm too wiped. I got nothing in the brain. There's nothing in the tank. Uh, let's see. Uh, flashing light. Try. Yeah. See, it's easier in the other one because you could go solid red. Chris is not dead. <laughs> if you can write a good one for the front part uh, on what flashing red. Yeah, means. exactly. That's that's where I was getting tripped up was the front half. But anyway, uh, hey, what you got for uh, for final thoughts this week, sir? Uh, my final thought is literally just now it occurred to me that that money I saved on, uh, from switching to Geico, no, the money I saved from, um, with the discount, uh, that's almost exactly the amount for somebody to say, do a run of, uh, patches for some podcast that, mm, anyway, oh, it's a half thought. Actually, the other one, this came to mind because, uh, I, 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 Here's the thing. I'm well past the butterfly stage of excitement. Does that make any sense? Like, like I, I don't know what it is. I think it's just as you get older in life, you look forward to things, but that childhood, you're so excited that you can't sit still and you have butterflies in your stomach. You know, do, do you know yeah, what I mean? You don't have that it's, sort of like, oh, I can't wait until Christmas vacation uh, kind of feeling in your stomach. Yeah. It's sort of, it's sort of like when you're a kid and a movie does a jump scare and you literally just jump out of your seat and the popcorn is flying. By the time you're older, you know they throw the cat at you and you get a little twitch. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's that's kind of behind me. But I I realized that I start to see it other ways. And what it was last week is I had this. So I was starting to plan. I was like, do I bring my jumpsuit? I don't know if I bring my jumpsuit, but I'm definitely going to have the the you know the work shirt. I'm going to bring the work shirt. I got to get the work shirt ready. So I started making the list of got to find this patch, this patch. And then I was like, oh right, I got my Stay Puffed pin. I'm going to oh I got the cool uh, uh, those other lapel pins uh, that we got when you and I were down recording the uh, the commentary. I'm like I definitely got to put those on. This is my uh, what is it from uh, uh, Office Space? My flash. Is that what it is? I hate. Hello? Flat your flash. What is it? Uh, 
Sorry, for a second I thought you, the phone had died. Um, no, no, no. What is it? Flare. Sorry. Oh, your flare. The, the requisite number of flare. <laughs> it's like your flash. I don't know. No. Uh, this is I, me this, expressing myself. At this point, I'm 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 I, I'm up to one, two, three <laughs> pieces. If I can remember where the heck I put my. Uh, 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 the Shakespeare Ghostbusters pin, like I'm like, oh boy, uh, I got a lot of pins going. This might turn into pins on the uh, the lanyard kind of thing. Like I was thinking about that, and then part of me went, do crunch bar lapel <laughs> pins exist in this world? And I went, they do. Australia in like the 80s made a crunch bar lapel pin. Really? So I bought a lapel pin. I have a crunch bar. A crunch bar lapel pin, like, but and that's when I realized, yeah, you don't get the butterflies, but then you do stuff like that. You're excited, aren't you, cute yeah. little idiot? I'm like, yeah, I guess I am. I'm pretty excited. Um, so that's my final thought. I actually, we're six weeks away. I'm actively counting it. I'm like, I'm booked into uh, a hotel. I have my flight. You know, we're down to the last uh, payment yeah. or two, depending on how you look at it. Thanks to the, you know, the uh, the flash sale discount. Um, and yeah, it's kind of, it's kind of getting there. I'm kind of like close. Geez. It's funny. You, I don't have the butterflies for fan fest quite yet. Like, I mean, I'm, I'm excited for it. I'm, I'm certainly yeah. excited for whatever's going to be coming, especially after star Wars celebration finished. And I was like, okay, well now it's time for fan fest. Like that's, yeah. that's next on the docket. But, um, I, I already have butterflies for the new movie. Is that weird? Really? I no like I I just I really have this really good sense about the new movie um, and so I every time I t- I think about it or when I'm driving and I have those you know inner monologues where I'm having discussions with myself like I already have those butterflies about oh oh what if they do this and what if because I I had some other discussion points that we can bring up uh, next week uh, for sure. 2020 because that's these are the conversations that I'm having with myself because nobody else will have them except you Chris. Um, <laughs> about the new movie, and I feel like that's that's yeah. where my giddiness is is coming into play. But uh, yeah, I, I can see know. that. Yeah, I mean, again, six weeks until Fan Fest, and then uh, once we once we hit that, we have some some more uh, concrete news or or announcements or uh, revelations about the new movie. Who knows what the butterflies in my stomach are going to do? If you're in the proximity around me at Fan Fest, and I just start vomiting. I apologize in advance uh, because it's just the, the rumblies in my tummy have been going nonstop for the last month, it seems. Uh, but uh, uh, Six weeks out, too, you and I, final thought, is we should legit put our heads together about how we want to potentially interact with listeners and all that. Time yeah. will be tight, but it feels like you know, a number of people have said, I'm looking forward to, to, to meeting you and all. I mean, this is, there's a, an overlap between people who listen to our podcast and people who we just interact with on social media and all that. But all in all, everybody's like, it'd be cool to run into you sort of thing. And I don't know where or when or how, but I feel like we kind of, yeah, we'll have to figure out even if we just do like a quick, uh, live episode from either the cocktail party, God help us the night before or, or Saturday, uh yeah maybe we can put just put something together as even as just like a bonus episode uh where 
we can invite everybody that's around us to, you know, like when you uh, when you see radio stations broadcasting from uh, watch parties of, of playoff yeah. games or something, like just have you guys come over and, and hop on the mic and and join in the fun. Um, I think I think I'd like that. I think I think if you and I both had our zooms and we just wandered the crowd and let people do shout outs, that'd be really. Yeah, and and knowing yeah. that, especially people like uh, a liver stealer, he he's one of those who we have interacted with for the last five years here on the podcast, and I have never yeah. met him in person because he wasn't able to make it to some of the other events. And um, I'm I'm just I'm I'm damn excited to meet those people, like the people that yeah. we have not, like we we need to put faces to the names, especially the liver <sighs> stealer. I'm really wary of you though, still, sir. I'm I'm concerned about my well-being <laughs> that I'm going to wake up on a bed of ice on Sunday given the, the liver you stealer know, thing. But that's a, that's a good one. Like, uh, I know a company that makes um, My Name Is stickers, custom My Name Is. I feel like, <laughs> I feel like actually that's what, whatever event we do, like if, if it's like, please meet us at such and such a time under the rainbow at the Sony lot or whatever, that's what we should have yeah. is these name tags. There's like, please put your real name on there and whatever we might know you by so we can yeah. keep track of you. <laughs> my name is Net Solo. My name is uh, Venkman71. My name is Liver Stealer. Liver uh, Stealer. Yeah. And uh, then Ecto Flapjack. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's, we, it just goes back to the old AOL days where it was like, Wait, I know you. How do I know you? Oh, you're Rude Dan. Yeah, that's right. Uh, Here we go. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So we'll, we'll do that. We'll have our meet and greet at the cocktail party where we get to know each other. But uh, um, the, co- the cocktail party, I think, is I think that's what I'm most excited about. A back to back screening of the two movies, and then an evening to sh- like just hang out with people because yeah. that's again something you and I said. A, it was kind of desperate and frantic because there was you know people had to move on to the screening um the premiere of answer the call it was pizza and pop everybody blew through it quickly because they wanted to get down and ready for the seeing the movie you and i never got to talk to i still to this day am really kind of uh annoyed i never got to like go say hi to the the south korean ghostbusters i'm like they came from south korea and i see them online all the time and like uh, on twitter and i didn't get to say hi that's the other thing get ready my camera's good my phone's gonna be charged there's gonna be a lot of selfies that that when we went up to the roof to to eat those pizza what there was no pizza left let's be honest no drinks we, we went up there and it was everybody after being out in the sun for hours upon hours. I looked over at Ron Daniels, and Ron was just like leaning against the wall, like, "What's up, man? How's how's it going?" I'm just gonna close my eyes for a second. Um, so I, I feel like, yeah, the the cocktail party at Fan Fest is gonna be that uh, that redemption point for us. And then um, we'll just be so hungover on Saturday that Saturday will be the worst possible thing that ever happens. But- uh, no. All right, children, <laughs> listen to me. <laughs> No matter how hydrate. much you, you drink, stay hydrated. hydrate and then take a painkiller when you go. I'm not kidding. I say this as a man who is well past his <laughs> metabolic prime for drinking. And I was I was pretty good at it to begin with. You, I'm, it, Even if it's just a tall glass of water and like some, you know, uh, some Advil or something, you'll be okay the next yes, day. Trust yes. me. Unless, unless, you, unless you're approaching uh, alcohol poisoning levels, in which case nothing will help you because your body just desperately wants to uh, uh, 
referentially uh, referential purge of your stomach <laughs> to get rid of of alcohol. Uh, there's nothing you can do about that. So maybe moderation. Yeah, yeah moderation. Was, and and please but, be be responsible too. I mean, that's we're yeah. we're talking about just getting totally wasted here. But yes, be responsible. Us LA drivers are horrible. Please take get a lift you, or an Uber. If you can get yeah, get, if you but you can enjoy you can enjoy a buzz and not worry about a hangover the next day because yeah, hydrate. And uh, some painkillers to be And be prepared to be out in the sun on the Sony lot all day Saturday. Um, but uh, anyway, this public anyway. service announcement brought to you brought by to you your by friends two old here guys. at the Crossrip who are old and tired. Uh, <laughs> all right. Well, uh, until next week, everybody, uh, thank you so much, as always, for joining us here on, on the Crossrip. We always enjoy your, your thoughts and your comments. And uh, hit us with those voicemails. You don't have to wait for our next uh, 200th episode to, to hit that voicemail because we love hearing your thoughts. We'll play them here on the show, as we always do. And uh, until next week, we'll see you all on the other side. Who you gonna call? We Thanks for joining the Ghostbusters Interdimensional Crossrip. Visit us at ProtonCharging.com, GhostbustersHQ.net, and StillPlayingWithToys.net. It used to be one of my two favorite shows. Anything you're doing is bad. I just want to let you know that. We'd like to get a sample of your brain tissue. Next week, though, Careless Pets. And stay hydrated. Stay hydrated. And be responsible.